Welcome to the show. Here's my dad. On this episode of the Infinite Option Guide podcast, we talk with Erin Quick, a mom of two through adoption who is setting out to modernize the adoption process. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Infinite Adoption Guide podcast. My name is Tim Elder. I'm a dad of three through Infinite Adoption. And this is where we talk all about infinite adoption. You get inspiration, you get resources, you get hope. Just start on that adventure you're thinking about 24-7, 365. That's building your family through adoption. I know I've been there, done that, and I'm here with you to help you along. So thank you for joining me today. Um, you know, if you're just getting started in the adoption process, or maybe you're struggling and can't find your way with your current agency or attorney, I have a resource. I have something that I've done that I've created an online course. It's called find my adoption agency. And it is something I wish I had when we first started because it's the only step-by-step system that confidently you can confidently use to find and choose the right adoption agency you can trust throughout your whole process. I mean, this is a big dream you have adopting, right? This is something you really want to do. And it's one of the biggest things, biggest adventures, biggest decisions you probably ever make in your life. So the choices can be overwhelming trying to find an agency. What makes a great one? How do you trust them? What's the best one? Where do you find them? What do you do when you actually talk to them and you're, you're going to work with them? We walk you through all of that. We have short videos, special tools, and all these awesome resources that I've built inside of this course. So it's not something you just watch and you try to figure out how to apply. We show you how to apply. We give you the tools to apply what's in the course. So you, at the end of the course, you have found and chosen the right agency for you. That unlocks a lot of hope and a lot of really uh, an amazing feeling of a relief because it is so overwhelming when you start the adoption process. I've been there and I've done that. So go to findmyadoptionagency.com, take a look on how to get started. It's right there for you. You can get started today jump into the modules. It's not super long, but you can take it as fast or as slow as you want to. And maybe you're not ready right now, but maybe you'll be ready in six months or maybe you'll be ready in a month or two. Get the course now. You can, you have a lifetime access. You can get to it whenever you want. And I'm here to help you along the way. That's the bonus of getting the course from me is I'm, I've created it. I know what's in it and I know how to help you through it. So findmyadoptionagency.com to get started on that. So I'm so excited to have our guest on the show today, Erin Quick, a mom of two through adoption. She's got an amazing, amazing platform that she's creating here that's going to change the landscape of the adoption world. We're going to jump into that right now with the interview with Erin Quick. Okay, our guest on the show today is Erin Quick. She is a mom of two through adoption who is on a mission in 2020, she decided it was time to address and wanted to help solve some of these longtime issues in, in private adoption and using her own adoption experience and then 20 plus years working in marketing, she recognizes opportunity to really streamline, accelerate, and and the keyword here, modernize the private adoption world. So as a result, Pear Tree was created and which is one of the first of its kind in digital adoption platform. And really what it is is, is and we're going to talk more about this, but it's to break it down, it's kind of, it's a solution to one of the primary pain points of infant adoption process, as we all know. And if you don't know, you're new to adoption, you'll you'll find this out. The, the pain point is the ability to find and connect with expectant moms who are wanting to 
place their babies for adoption. So that's what we're talking about today with our guest, Aaron Quick. Welcome, Aaron, to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes, we're happy to have you here because I always love it when we have folks like you. I mean, you, you're in the adoption world, then you bring your experience from your working world to try to do something really good for the adoption world. And I think that's exactly what Pear Tree is. And uh, listen, we're going to dive into it anyway. And that's what this whole podcast is about. But I want you to share first your adoption story, just how you adopted your two kids. Yeah, sure. I think our story is, it follows kind of the same path that so many of our families uh, follow. But so we, I, I was a working woman and I was kind of delaying this idea of getting pregnant um, until the point it was just too late for us to do it naturally. So we had tried for around a year and nothing happened. So we went through all of the reproductive technology stuff. And after about a year of, or sorry, after about three years and um, way, way too much money, we um, had had three miscarriages. And I was just at the point where I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm just, I felt just kind of broken. Um, and like emotionally, physically, and for sure financially broken. And so we decided to move into the world of adoption. And when we did, I just remember feeling like I was like, punched in the gut because I had this impression that it was going to be easy to adopt. And you hear these stories growing up of like, there's so many kids that need homes. <laughs> and then when you get to the, when you get to the, the actually like the, the, into the adoption world, you realize like that couldn't be further from the truth in terms of in private adoption um, and realizing that it was going to be, you know, between 40 and $60,000 to adopt. And on average, you know, 18 to 24 months, I just, I just, again, like was, I can't do this. And so we luckily had some family friends tell us that um, you could use a different method called self-matching. Um, and so that's, that's what we did. And for those that don't know, self-matching is, it follows the same process as working with an agency the difference is you are in control of that process. So you hire um, a, a professional to approve you to adopt. You hire an attorney to handle the legal work. Uh, and then you are responsible for, like Tim had said, finding and connecting with an expectant mom. And so um, it sounds incredibly daunting, but um, in doing some research, we found out that there were literally kind of match.com surrogates that existed to help pair adoptive families with expectant moms. And so that's what we did. And um, we put ourselves on one of those sites and, um, within, within, well, under two months, we were in a hospital room in Michigan holding our son. And then three years later did it again. Um, and this time it took around four months, uh, to connect with a birth family. But, um, when we did, we found ourselves in Houston, Texas with our daughter. Wow. Did you know uh, from the beginning or when you, when you decided, okay, we're going to adopt that you knew you were going to adopt a newborn, you wanted to adopt a newborn? Yeah. I mean, we went through, that was, it was hard for us to get to that conclusion, but, mm -hmm. um, ultimately, yes, we, we wanted the experience of, you know, raising a, a baby from birth. Right. And so, um, it was important to us for, to adopt an, an infant. Yeah. I just want to make the clarification because when people, when, and I did the same thing, when you come into adoption, there are people saying, well, there's hundreds of thousands of kids uh, waiting to be adopted. And there yeah. are, that is true. Sure. And they're older and they range from anywhere from, I mean, sometimes you can adopt from the foster system and, um, but usually not a newborn. Usually those kids are yeah, a couple of years old to all the way up to 18. So that mm -hmm. the foster system definitely exists out there. You can adopt through the foster 
foster care system, but we're talking about here is newborn infant adoptions, so, which is what our the podcast is about. And so I just want to make that real quick uh, distinction there. Um, so yeah, well. yeah. So when you got to the point, actually, and I watched your video. So anybody that goes to peartreefamily.com, you, you can find Aaron's video on there, which is really excellent. I, I love how you introduce yourself. But in that video, you explain what you and your husband did to self-match different than any other couple that was listed out there. And can you talk us through that real quick? Yeah. So I think I drew on, so I, my background is 20 plus years in global brand strategy and marketing consulting. And so, um, I have, I've worked with brands and, and brands, it was kind of ironic when I got into this world, cause I was like, wait, these are the same, these are the same problems that, um, that, you know, companies that I consulted with had where it's, how do you set yourself apart from other adopting families? And exactly. so, yeah. um, for us, I mean, we approached adoption with this mindset of, we need to be more afraid of being the same mm-hmm. as all the ado- other adopting families as we are of being different. Um, and so like, what is it? And my husband and I, we had, you know, hours of time where we were sitting down, like, what is it about us? Like what makes us <laughs> different from other adopting families? And, and then how do we amplify that in our profile? And so that was like, just from a kind of overall mission standpoint, that was what we were trying to do is, and so it's one of the reasons I, I think in that video, you, you can see it, but we used, um, you know, our profile picture, I'm wearing a horse head, literally. And my husband is wearing sunglasses and holding a hockey stick over his head in terms of, you know, that we, and it was from a wedding that we were at, then we'd probably had a glass of wine or two in us. Um, but it was like, look, this is like, this is us. We're quirky and we're fun. And, um, you know, we're, we're not afraid to embarrass ourselves. And we, we were traveling in Germany at the time. So it's just, like, what are those things? Like, what are the things about you that make you different? And then how do you use pictures? How do you use words to amplify that in, in your, in your outreach? And I love that because so often if anybody gets on any one of these sites where you just, and it could be a, an agency site, you say, Hey, look at our, well, look at our families that are out there. And you just see page after page after page of people's faces. So I can just yeah. imagine and expect that mom scrolling through and going, wait a minute, somebody's got a horse head on what in the world? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I actually asked, so the, the, um, our daughter's birth family, uh, I asked them, I was like, well, what, what was it? And she said exactly that. She said <laughs> that she was scrolling through and she said, honey, look, I found them here. They are. <laughs> uh, and so, but so it, it does matter. And we tell our families that all the time, because I think so many of our families, try to they they think that they need to project this image of mm. being perfect right in their profile which i a hundred percent understand and yet you know when we talk to expectant moms and birth moms they're like no we want to know like what's what is the you know what does a monday morning look like in your house not your family color coordinated in <laughs> outfits in a wheat field you know Yes. And that's exactly right. That's oh, I would tell people this all the time when it comes to your profile, your profile video, even you mm-hmm. need to explain or show and explain what life is like or will be like for their baby in your family. And that's mm-hmm. not, yeah, you know, it's not your Sunday best. Well, maybe it is on Sunday, but the, what is your life like every day of the week? What, what are your yeah. best things that you do? What are the ordinary things you do? What are the 
fun things you do? What are your hobbies? Show that, and that's what makes you unique. And you never know what's going to make that connection, uh, especially in the self-matching situation. So thanks for sharing. Yeah, and sure. And, and just to take that a step further, too. So that's that's one of the reasons that on Pear Tree, we decided to use personality-based matching. Mm-hmm. Uh, for expectant moms, because again, like we did a lot of research with expectant moms and birth moms before we even launched Pear Tree. And um, that was, it was so apparent to us that they were looking for kind of meteor information on adoptive families. Um, And meteor meaning like they want to see around the corner. Like what, what does the future look like if I pick you? Yep, and exactly. and a lot of them had some idea in terms of what they wanted, but they didn't have necessarily a word associated with those characteristics. And so um, that's why we decided to use you know personality-based matching, which is based on, for anybody that's kind of a psychology geek, um, is Carl Jung's um, archetype, behavioral scientist um, methodology, which is what like Myers-Briggs is based on. Right. Um, but, but that every human categorizes or falls into one of 12 major categories. And so none of the personalities are bad. And I think even, even doing that on pear tree, I think it scares some of our families because they're like, well, will I not get picked by someone who's looking for a different personality? And, and the message that we say again and again, is like, you want to be picked by the right one. You, You can't be all things to, to all birth moms or all expectant moms. And the right one means that you have this ongoing relationship, this open adoption relationship. And if those of you who don't know open adoption, it just means contact. It means having that contact or some type of relationship ongoing with your kids as birth parents and our birth parent or birth family. And when we, we, we talk about that, it really can be all over the board and it can be a lot of things or a lot of or little things. And when you're talking about contact, but the important thing to, to think about there is when a expectant mom is looking at you, the adoptive family, the hope of adoptive family is what will life like be like for my child in your family? It's also what kind of connection can I continue to make with you? What, how am I going to know mm-hmm. this child has continued to be cared for and loved? And I made the right decision. All those things going through her head as she's trying mm-hmm. to choose you. So that's why it's, that's super important. So got off a little, little tangent there, but I wanted to explain that a little bit and well, if I can stay on that tangent yeah, for just sure, a second, because sure. I think it's like you made another really good point that, you know, 90% of adoptions are now open. Yes. And so, and, and again, to your point, there's some level of openness to them and, and that will even evolve most likely over time. Um, but I think, you know, it, it makes the point that it makes making a highly compatible match that much more important. Absolutely. Then, you know, like what was happening, you know, back in the seventies when adoptions were closed and, um, you know, birth families weren't wanting and or expected to be part of the adoptee's life going forward. And now it, it couldn't be more opposite. And so, you know, we, it's really important for birth families to find and connect with the right family for them and vice versa, because you will be connected most likely for the rest of your life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, take it, uh, I, have three adoptions or our three mm-hmm. kids and all three are open adoptions and all three are different, but all three are special. And uh, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, adoption doesn't end when that baby's placed in your arms. It's <laughs> no, forever. I feel like that's when it begins. So, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's why I love, I really love about pear tree. Cause you're right. I mean, it's so important that that match, that connection is not just to say, Oh, 
do you want to adopt? Okay, yeah. And I want to make adoption plan for a baby. Okay, cool. It's so yeah. much deeper than that. Yeah. And that is, um, I should, I have to do a quick qualifier here too, is that um, we partner with a lot of agencies, but I do think that some of the models that some of the, some of the agencies have used for a long time, like, you know, like families that have been waiting the longest get priority mm-hmm. and that doesn't fly anymore. in you know, today's day and age where, you know, so many adoptions are open. And so the birth family should, should be able to really get what she and they want. Absolutely. So let's dive into how Pear Tree works. Uh, I, I think I don't want people to think, well, there's another just matching website where I could just go put my profile on there and hope I get picked. I think Pear Tree is yeah. a lot deeper than that. So if you could explain just maybe how it works and the benefits there are to helpful adoptive families that are listening, most of who are listening to this. Yeah. So I think the first point to make is, so um, yeah, not a matching site. Um, what we call ourselves is an adoption platform. And so um, we actually have, we have two primary services. The first one is an online home study service where you can actually get your home study done online. Um, and we can talk about that um, later, but, mm-hmm. uh, and then the second service is matching. And so for us, I think having gone through my own experiences, we wanted to, I wanted to create, create the matching platform that, um, that I would have wanted. And so there's things like, like we talked about with personality-based matching, that that's the first mechanism that we use in, to connect adopting families with expectant moms is what's the personality that she is looking for. And the way that works is adopting families go through somewhat of a light personality test when they're creating their profile on Pear Tree. And then when expectant moms register, she sorts through all of the personality types and picks the ones that are most important to her. Uh, and that's how we filter and present adopting families to her. And then she can ob- obviously sort by any other filtering function too, like um, location, education, age, political affiliation, family structure. There's a whole bunch of other options. And then some of the other things that we do that I think are really, really different are, um, I think one of the reasons that people shy away from this idea of self-matching or matching online is because they're they're afraid it's not safe or they're afraid of being scammed. And so, and full disclosure, I was scammed when I was going through our second adoption for about a month and it completely rocked my confidence Mm -hmm. completely. Um, And I just, I never wanted anyone else to feel that way. And so we have built a a very secure system on Pear Tree that has kind of a two-pronged methodology. So the first one is we asked expectant moms to verify themselves when they register. And that includes taking a selfie and then uploading ID and we use facial recognition to ensure she is who she says she is. Um, and then, um, the other one is we're tracking four major markers constantly in conversations. And, um, that is typically where we pick up the majority of kind of what we call markers or flags. Um, and so we notify adopting families right away if an expectant mom flags our system and then if she flags the system twice, we have to remove her from the mm-hmm. system. And so we, we say, you know, we're constantly tracking to make sure that, um, that you're safe. And we have a really good track record uh, in terms of safety and security. And then um, the other thing that we do is um, we take a pretty firm stance around uh, that this is a lifetime decision that these women are making. And so they should have access to lifetime support. And so we donate 5% of every subscription every month to organizations that support lifetime healing for birth moms. Um, and for us, that's been the Lifetime Healing Foundation. Mm. And in fact, we, um, we added 
a Lifetime Healing Foundation board member, Jess Nelson, who was also a two-time birth mother Mm. um, to our staff last year. Um, And she has been a wonderful resource for our adopting families. And obviously, we make her incredibly available to any expectant mom on Paratree so that they can get the real deal information on options and what adoption is really like. And then the last two ones are, um, we are covered by benefits. So if you're a Carrot Fertility member, um, which is a, the largest family building benefits provider in the world, um, that any, any money that you spend on Paratree is reimbursable. And then the last thing is ratio. So I remember when I was going through this, one of the things I didn't like about the matching sites that existed was that I just had no idea, like, how many families are on here? How many expectant moms are on here? Like, am right. I being seen? Like, what, do I even have a chance at this? And so um, we are um, very cognizant of making sure that we always have a, a, um, at least or under a seven to one ratio. So seven adopting families to every one expectant mom. And that's to make sure that we're giving expectant moms ample choice, um, but also providing expectant moms with you know a real, or excuse me, providing adopting families with a real opportunity to connect um, with a, with a birth mom. Can you restate that again? The, the, the company or the organization that you said is like the largest, what's the word? The benefits benefits provider? one. Yes. Benefits provider. Yeah. What was that called again? Yeah, so um, Carrot Fertility, Carrot fertility. Uh, is the leading okay. fertility benefits provider in the world. Excellent. So they have around 1 million members. And so if your company is a carrot company, which a lot of employers are now, um, that every every penny you spend on pear tree is a directly reimbursable expense. That's interesting. I would have never guessed that a fertility-type organization like that would I would think well, they would put think money towards your it's fertility. a nomenclature thing. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Okay. they're shifting now. So I think a lot of uh, the benefits companies that have pre- been predominantly fertility benefits companies are shifting to uh, using family building benefits. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's pretty cool deal. If the find any, anybody that's in the adoption world as a parent or a hopeful adopted parent is always looking for ways that you can get help uh financially i mean it's just a huge issue oh, as, yeah. you, as you described it early on it, it's totally expensive and you're just trying to get help in any way you can so that's a, a great resource we'll put that link in the show notes yeah great i think i think for us like we have this kind of driving force that in a perfect world we believe adoption should be an and a, a covered benefit under employee benefit plans. Yep. And so our goal with Paratree is for families to, to be able to walk from this point of, hey, I'm interested in adoption to now now the child I adopted is 18. Walk that entire journey, mm. you know, and and the costs associated to be on par with actually giving birth to a child naturally in a hospital. That's that's our goal is to bring the cost down to to be on par with that and then have it covered by insurance. Oh man, that, that's a game changer there for anybody. <laughs> They're all going, yeah, say amen to that. Cause, uh, we, we see it on our Facebook group all the time. Uh, people asking about yeah. fundraising and how do you get past the massive amount of money that you feel like you have to build before you can even start the adoption process. So yeah. And that you feel like you're somewhat gambling because oh, there's yeah. just, there's no guarantees. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people like yourself have been through the fertility treatments leading up to that. They've already spent yes. thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's a crazy, crazy way uh, 
to it's not a crazy way to build your family. It's a crazy way to try to fund fundraise to build your family, which really yeah. Is well, tough. it is. I mean, it's not. I mean, I think crazy is the world. I remember when I would get, I was just looking into it, and I was like, mm-hmm. wait, this. It's just kind of perception shattering because I mm-hmm. think people think it's this like highly and it is highly regulated but structured process, and it's just kind of not. There's yeah. a lot of squishy parts in adoption. <laughs> And the way things are interpreted and the laws and the providers. And, um, and so I think, I mean, one of the other goals of Paratory is like, let's, let's, you know, adopting is incredibly complex, but we don't believe the process has to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I love all the things that you take into account on both sides of the hopeful adoptive family and the expectant moms on just verifying identity and making sure people are, are, serious and the scams are low and you're trying to make the best kind of connection. Uh, but in talking about money and I think people probably are listening to this are going, okay, that, how much is this? What, what kind of <laughs> dollars are we talking about? And I know think this may change. This podcast will be out there for a long time, but what currently is it right now to get onto pear trees yeah. and adoptive family? Sure. So for families that are going through, um, our home study, pear tree home study process, it's $2,100 for your home study and 12 months of free matching. Mm, okay. um, so again, crazy affordable in terms of what the, what the industry does today. Absolutely. And then, and then for families that are already home study approved and they just want to use pear tree for matching, um, it's $75 a month and you can, there's no contracts. You can cancel um, at the end of any month that you want to, or we have a, an annual subscription that gives you three months free. That's and really cool. the kind of like the the perk there too is so we partner with a lot of adoption attorneys and agencies and social workers and if one of your uh, adoption professionals is a pear tree partner then we give you twenty percent off a monthly subscription so it actually brings it down to sixty dollars a month. Yeah, I was going to ask that if so. Say somebody's listening to this and they already have an agency or attorney they're they're working with and signed a contract with or whatever have this agreement yeah. working with them and they go can I even do this with pear tree, but -hmm. I think you kind of answered that right there, right? If if they already have a working relationship with pear tree, then it's really easy. What if they don't? Yeah. Um, yeah, if they, they don't, they can absolutely use us. I, I don't know of very many, I haven't heard at least of any agencies that are telling people, no, you can't do any of your own Mm -hmm. outreach. And in fact, we hear usually the opposite that now agencies are contractually obligating some of their families to do their own outreach. Mm -hmm. And so, that's why, I mean, there's a number of agencies and adoption professionals that, that we do partner with that people might think, like, don't you compete with them? And, like, you know, our belief is a rising tide will lift all ships. More eyes on you, the better. Mm. And so as long as your adoption professional doesn't have a problem with it, and I don't know any that have, um, that, yeah, you can you can hop on and just pair trees away to amplify your outreach. Absolutely. That's brilliant because I think you're right. People... Uh, we've, we've done this in the past too. My wife and I did anyway, trying to create a Facebook page or, you know, any way yeah. through social media or whatever to try to find that connection. And, and in doing that, and I think you do the same thing, right? Through Paratree. Cause I think somebody may be listening to this and going, okay, how does anybody find Paratree? How does an expectant mom just find Paratree and saying, Oh, mm-hmm. that's how I can connect with families. How do you make that reach outreach to expectant moms? Yeah. So this is again, where I lean on kind of my previous career in brand strategy and marketing consulting. So 
we do an exceptional job of finding expectant moms um, on Google and social platforms. Mm-hmm. And so we have anywhere from eight to, I think our record has been 49 expectant moms registering on Pear Tree every month. Um, oh. And in addition to those, we have what we call unregistered expectant moms that are also looking at, at profiles that we're able to track online. Okay. And so we get a, we get, uh, we get a we get a, a large amount, I should say, of expectant registered and un- unregistered expectant moms um, every month. And for families that are using Peritree, we show you those numbers because that was the other thing that bugged me when I was going through this process was like, how do I like? Am I doing okay? Like, are people looking at this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we give um, we have a, an entire metrics tab um, for our families that are logged into their profile so they can see how many views they've gotten month over month, and then the breakdown of those views from registered expectant moms to adoption professionals looking at them, other adoptive families that are just kind of looky-looing on their profiles. We show families where in the nation the expectant moms are coming from. Um, And then we show the amount of expectant moms and unregistered expectant moms that are viewing profiles every month. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. I think it's, and that's a, that's a section too. Um, we're, we're going to be launching this exciting news, but we're going to be launching an app, uh, in April, iOS and Android. Um, and that section, the kind of metrics and analytics section is even more robust when we, when we launch the new, the new app version, which is super exciting for all of us. So, yeah, I was going to ask that in, in the app version. So, um, right now, if an expectant mom, finds Paratree or finds a family through Paratree, uh, is it all, it's all website based right now, even if they're on their phone or device. Mm-hmm. And if they, if you have an app, would you direct them to that app? So it makes it easier for them to use, or is it still, I, the reason I ask is I think a lot of expectant moms or families, um, don't want, they want a little more privacy, I guess, when they're looking through families, I've heard of a lot of, of expectant moms are just like, they like the privacy of looking at their phone, right? So mm-hmm. they're not sitting in front of a computer and going, well, what are you doing looking at families? You know, if, if they mm-hmm. have this privacy thing going on in their world, which a lot of times they do and they're in crisis mode. So mm-hmm. when you do that online, is it pretty easy for them to scroll through families? and Or is it even easier given the app? Or would you direct them to the app? It's, I mean, it's pretty easy right now, but I think any website that just, you know, is sized down to be responsive on a phone isn't as great as the actual app version that's built for the phone. Right. And so, you know, and our research shows that over 90% of birth expectant moms and birth moms are exclusively on their mobile phones to your point. Yeah. And so I think for us, that was one of the reasons like we need to get an app built immediately so that these women who are super important to pear tree have the very best experience they can possibly have in terms of searching through families, mm-hmm. finding other professionals, finding other resources that they need on their journey. And just to be clear, I, I think this really shouldn't need to be said, but it, if you're not understanding how this all works, um, the adoptive family pays to be put onto pear tree or have that connection the the service done but not the expectant moms correct 
Yeah. So all of our services are a hundred percent free and confidential yeah. for expectant moms. Excellent. Yeah. I knew that to be the case, but I wanted to just to make sure it's clear to anybody yeah. like, uh, because no, uh, expectant mom should have to, to do that and, and pay for that kind of a service. So I noticed on your website, you have, um, at the very top, it says pregnant question mark, call or text to this number. Do you have folks, uh, obviously you do, I guess some kind of a service standing by ready to talk to expectant moms. Yeah, we do. And almost, um, it, for expectant moms, those calls are fielded by Jess Nelson, who is the, um, she's, uh, the woman that we have on staff that is a two-time birth mother. Okay. So she's okay. placed two children for adoption. And then she also worked for an adoption law firm for a long time and kind of a, a kind of a paralegal role. And so she's well-versed in adoption laws and um, practices across the country. Um, she herself has gone through to placing two children for adoption. So she understands, and she had a, she had different experiences both times. And yeah. so she can, provide really good insight into what to ask for, um, what you can, you know, put your foot down on that kind of thing. Awesome. And then, um, and then she's also a board member at the lifetime healing foundation. And so, um, really prioritizes mental health access, you know, during pregnancy and then, and then post forever. Excellent. Yeah. I love that. Cause I mean, they, if you're not into the infant adoption world very long, uh, um, it's pretty easy to see that these expectant moms, and then when they become birth moms after placement, that they need all the help they can get. Uh, and having those kind of services before and after the placement is huge. I think for us, the the kind of post-placement care is one of the pieces that we are really wanting to amplify as pear tree grows because again, like 90% of these adoptions are open and that relationship is incredibly dynamic between birth family and adopting family over, you know, the course of time. And so, um, you know, those relationships are changing and also our experience. And it's a lot of it comes from the knowledge that Jess has been able to share with us and experience with the lifetime healing foundation is that, a lot of birth families don't even don't even feel the trauma for could be years down the road. Mm-hmm. And, at, and at that point, you know, the agency that they were working with has already you know moved on and has other families and birth moms that they're dealing with. And so um, the resources might not be there. And so I think one of our one of our other goals is just ensuring that there is a constant stream of almost on demand access for these birth families literally forever. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. So let's let's run down the rope the process here real quick. Just sure. if, if anybody's listening to this, okay, how exactly does this work without me jumping on your website? So <laughs> let's just give them a quick quick overview or maybe just a step by step. So you go on peartreefamily.com. At the very top it says explore pear tree. And you can if you click on that, you it says info for adoptive families. And you click on that, it just gives you a little bit of what or everything that we just talked about. What's self-matching, why self-match, the home study, uh, service that you provide and a little bit about personality. Yeah. Some about personality based matches, but if you scroll down about halfway through, you'll see how does it work? And there's a step-by-step process. Can you go down that? Yeah. It's, it's, we again, we try to make it easy um, for people to join. So um, the kind of step number one is join. Um, and so to create a profile, we tell families to plan about half an hour mm-hmm. and um, 
typically we see if it's a two if it's two two people adopting we see one person kind of take the lead and do about 90% of it and then force parent number 2 to to do the other part but um it's it's a process that we go through of learning about you and your preferences in terms of child preferences um we learn whether or not you have a home study if you do great you just upload not your home study you upload a letter saying that you are home study approved from your professional um, and if you don't have a home study, obviously you can go through Pear Tree Home Study. Um, we put you through that kind of light personality test that I talked about. Um, and, and then we ask you a series of questions. And the questions, you can choose what questions you want to answer, but the questions are again to our earlier points is talking about like how are we drawing out your personality? And so families have the ability with these questions to make their profiles very serious, or they have the ability to make their profiles, you know, very, very comedic or a mixture of everything in between. And so you answer a few questions, both, again, if it's two people adopting you and parent number two, um, and then upload some images and your profile can literally be live, you know, within, within half an hour if you want to, and so you could be um, matching very, very quickly. And once you have a live profile, uh, a couple things happen. So once your profile is live, obviously registered expectant moms um, and unregistered expectant moms can be viewing your profile. Uh, an unregistered expectant mom can't contact you until she registers on Peartree. And when we launch the app, um, we're going to be having a couple other security measures in place. Like they won't be able to access your profile book and or your social media until they register. Um, and it's very, very easy for them to, once they've registered, to reach out and communicate with you. There's a messaging platform built on Pear Tree, and so um, she can send you a message, and you'll be notified by Pear Tree. If you have a message now, come take a look, and then you communicate back and forth until you feel like it's uh, a good match, and that is, we've seen families do that in, you know, as short as 10 days, and we've seen families communicate for months. So it's just a matter of, you know, your preference and uh, the expectant mom's preference. Um, and then typically when you when you get to the point where you're like, OK, we do want to move forward with each other. Um, that's when we recommend that you go to your adoption professional. So if you're already working with an agency, go to them. Um, if you're working with an attorney, go to them. If you need an adoption professional, we'll connect you to one of the quad A attorneys in your state. And then um, the, the process from there is basically in your adoption professional's hands in terms of ensuring that like, kind of walking you through the legal process um, to ensure that everything is done by uh, state law. Yep. And the list of the attorneys and professionals there is very nice, very intuitive. I just clicked on it. I already knew what state I was in. I didn't even have to enter my state. So that was kind of cool. And the, the first attorney listed there was the one that we actually used for our adoptions. Oh, so yeah, it works, yeah. works really nice. Great. Um, on That's your <laughs> yeah, yeah, and on your profile. So it's always a a process, and, and maybe even frustration. I know it was for us to create a profile. I mean, it sounds easy, but then you get to building it, and you're like, ah, what do I put in there? What kind of photos do I put in there? What kind of mm -hmm. things like that? And I know you you kind of go step by step through them, which is great. I think people need the help. Um, if they want more help, do you have that ability of uh, somebody that they can contact or call to get more help? Yeah, oh, absolutely. So we make ourselves available. And also Jess Nelson um, does audits 
on profiles for families. Ah, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, just and that's all just included in your. That doesn't cost anything extra. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but to your point, yeah, I think we when when families are saying like, which photos do we use? Yeah. Um, what we see, this is just kind of a tips and trick, is um, we see a lot of people that don't have children yet posting photos of them with their friends' kids or them mm. with their niece and nephew. And that's kind of the one thing that we do tell families to shy away from um, because that is something that birth moms are looking for. That um, That's a filter that they use on Pear Tree where they'll click the box that they are looking for families with kids or they're looking for families without kids. And um, I think it, I think it gets a little bit confusing if they are looking for a family without kids and then they hit on your profile and here's you with, she doesn't know it's your, your niece or your nephew and you're holding a baby. And so I think that's the one thing that we see. And again, it's completely intuitive. I think we did it on our profiles. Like, look how good of, look how good we are with children. (laughs) You know, because you want to, you want to put that foot forward. Um, But we tell like, Hey, like make sure there's pictures of the, you or the two of you, if there's two of you adopting, make sure it's your neighborhood, your home. Um, if if there's extended family that is yep. super involved, that kind of thing. But again, like what's, what's life with you? Like, you mm-hmm. know, not, not perfect veneering of your life, but what is life with you really like? And, and how do we use images to show that? Awesome. And I love when you, when you click on view, view waiting families, uh, each each profile has just a question or a statement that has an answer right below it. I love that as an introduction, just a quick introduction about who that person is or who that couple is or that is looking to adopt. I love that. That's different than pretty much any other profile listing service type that I've seen out there. So I I love that. And the other thing I, I wanted to ask you is, and this is near and dear to my heart because it helped us on all three of our adoptions, but what about profile videos? Is there a way to put yeah. a video in their profile? Yeah. And so right now um, we have a, a place to put a profile video, but when we launch the app, there's going to be many, many places to put videos. Nice. Um, and so, and one of the things, cause a lot of our families, cause videos can be really expensive to create. We tell families they don't have to be, you can literally capture a video with your phone and, and post that. And I think that is such a good way of communicating you know, your personality and who you are more so than even just words and images on a, on a page. Um, but so one of the things that we tell families to do is, um, if you have kind of a dear birth mother letter is, is to read that into your phone and upload that as your video. If you don't have, you know, the production ability and or resources to create kind of a, a produced video. Absolutely. But I think, I think, I mean, video is the way of the world going forward. And so we're making sure that we can incorporate much, much more video into our profiles going forward. There's no question about it. I mean, if you're scrolling through social media, I mean, what are you more likely to stop on a video mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. an image? Probably more likely to mm-hmm. stop, stop on a video and to see what's playing. And that's exactly yeah. what we did. And that's exactly what made our three connections to our kids as birth parents is the videos. And they said, that's what sets you apart. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. very passionate about that to the point that I, I, created a little online course for folks to go to and mm-hmm. just go to adoptionprofilevideo.com and I can just guide you through that, how to make your own video. Cause you're absolutely right. It's, it is easier than you think it is, especially mm-hmm. with a video camera in everybody's pocket right now with 
with our mm-hmm. phones and our tablets. So it is very, very easy to do. But a lot of people are scared getting behind a camera. Am I going to say the wrong thing? Yeah. I'm going to look stupid. You know, what am I, what kind of lighting, you know, there's so much to think about. Well, we break it down in that online course and I'll make it easy for anybody to create a video because I just think it's that important to make that connection. And you're right. It's just so much easier. Expect Like you said before, 90% of these expectant moms are on their phone scrolling mm-hmm. through families. And what are they most mm-hmm. likely to click on? Well, yeah, if they have a funny picture, sure. If they have a video, ooh, let me just listen to what they have to say. Maybe I can yeah. make a connection to with them. Yeah. And that's, I think it, that's so, okay. And send that link to me too, because I want to send that out to our pear tree community. Absolutely. Um, but I think, I think the thing is like, even if you are shy behind a camera or even if you don't know how the good lighting, like that's you. And that yeah. is what these women are looking for. Not the perfectly polished, amazing Absolutely. animations you know, like that's, that's not what they're interested in. They, they want to know you and your life. And so almost the more authentic that you can make it, the better. Absolutely. Just show your sincerity, show your authenticity mm-hmm. and just, um, and what I like to do is get a little more creative, uh, but that's me. I'm kind of a tech geek, but get a little <laughs> more creative and in, in putting in, uh, some, some, as I'm talking onto the camera then I mix in some like videos of, me and my wife uh, doing a hobby oh, yeah. that we talk about in the video, you know, so you're actually showing them something. I'm not just me on camera the whole time talking directly to you. So I think that's Wonderful. also another really powerful way to make a connection with the expectant mom. If there's an expectant mom listening to this, what would you want to tell her about Pear Tree in this new way of connecting? Yeah. So I just think, again, like this is the first time in history where adopting families and expectant moms have grown up with the internet and online dating and social media. And so for expect expectant moms that are listening, I think for us, just we understand that you know, making these connections online first and then moving into the real world seems to be the more preferred way to do it. And so we make that very, very easy. Um, and then the other thing that you will hear from us constantly is that you need to get very, very picky about mm. about who you're choosing because there's a very good chance you will be connected forever and so we also make that very easy for you so i think choice and control uh, over the situation are the two are the two words that we use most often with expectant moms in terms of making sure that they have an enormous amount of choice not overwhelming um, but an enormous amount that we help kind of curate for them and then control over the process that um there's no way there's no way that there's the word coercion should ever be involved in an adoption process with an expectant mom. And so um, making sure that giving her all the tools that she needs to empower her own, her own journey is, is our mission. Absolutely. And it's totally confidential. I think people tend to get a little worried too, when you start getting online and you're getting verified or you're getting registered, like, Oh, this is not as confidential as I feel like it might be. But mm-hmm. I think you make a great point all throughout your website about how confidential it is. And I think that's it's a great point to make as well. Well, it's also the reason that we named our company Pear Tree instead of Adopt Anything. Mm. Is because, you know, for again, like we really understand that some of these women do not want anyone to know that they're even looking into adoption. And so that's why we don't have adoption in our name. Excellent. Excellent. I was going to ask that, actually. That was the, I think I'm glad you brought that up. 
because so yeah. many times you see adoption, you're right, or adopt or some form of that in there. So one more thing for expectant moms, or even if you're not an expectant mom and you want to watch this, I think it's great. You got videos um, on your, a couple videos on your website about, uh, with Ashley Mitchell, which mm -hmm. is just share some great need to know information for expectant moms. Uh, two really cool videos that they could watch. Anybody can watch. I think they're great though, that, uh, to check them out. A lot of stuff on your website. So peartreefamily.com. Go check it out. And uh, thank you, Aaron, for joining us today. I think this is definitely changing the landscape of private adoption. I'm so glad you took your experience, both in professionally and your personal adoption experience, and just meshed them together to, to really make a big difference. And it sounds like you're making a tremendous impact and, and we'll continue to do that. So I appreciate you coming on the show and taking your time to do that. Thanks, Tim. All right. Amazing interview with Aaron. I love what Pear Tree is about. PearTreeFamily.com. Go there, check it out, speed up your adoption journey, and make that connection so much faster. Man, it's so exciting to be able to have this kind of a platform out there that really changes how we can connect with expectant moms. I highly encourage you to go check it out. And there's so much on their website. Create a profile, jump in. It's not that expensive, and it'll be worth it to you to speed up the process in your journey to adopt a baby. So if you find yourself lacking in support, lacking in finding anybody that knows anything about adoption, and you're trying to figure it out all by yourself, well, I have a way for you to get some support quicker and fast and easier and with other people that are in the same world as you are, that can talk the same language as you are, because I'm excited to announce I've created a one-of-a-kind adoption community called the Infinite Adoption Guide Membership Community, something that I've been working on for a while. It's a safe, private place for anyone considering adoption or on the path or even already has adopted. It's a unique community where all of us get together and support each other. We get answers to our questions. We get some focused learning. And I love the best part of it to me is, is the small buddy groups that we create where five to eight or 10 of you get together either online or in person or on the phone, but you create a special little group where you can actually get really specific and really personal with each other and get those questions and not feel like you're dumped into this large group of hundreds and hundreds of people and you hope somebody gives you the right answer or or gives you the support that you're actually looking for. This community is going to be completely different than anything else you're going to find on the web. And we just have so much awesome things going on in there day by day. We're just launching it right now. So go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash community and you'll learn how to get in. It's an application process. I don't want anybody and everybody to get in there. But if you really, really want to get in, there's a quick application process where I invite you to join because this is a community that's going to be way different than anything else you'll find online. Any Facebook group, any kind of other support group you're ever going to find, this is so much more special, so much more uh, personal and private and confidential. And we add in learning about adoption. We add in focused learning, focused discussions about adoption in the infant adoption world. I'm so excited about this. InfantAdoptionGuide.com forward slash community to get started. The link will be in the show notes for this episode, infinitedoptionguide.com forward slash 97. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, you are in my prayers as you go on that journey to build your family through infinite adoption. God bless. And we'll talk to you next time.
Thanks for listening to my dad.